0: Alrighty, what's going on, beautiful people? And welcome back to another episode of the Trent Corville Show. I am him. I greatly appreciate everybody joining us here on this beautiful, beautiful day. And ladies and gentlemen, I understand we're in the middle of one of the best couple weeks in sports right now, that being March Madness. But in the league of all leagues, the king of all kings, if you will. I remember that Christmas song, sang that a bunch. King of kings. In the king of kings of all the leagues of all the professional sports leagues, the NFL is complete and utter madness right now. NFL free agency has kicked off without a hunch, without you know it is absolutely beautiful right now. I first want to address the main problem that was going into free agency, and that was Aaron Rodgers' contract. Okay, where is number twelve going? And by the way, Tom Brady's back. What happened? I thought we were done. I I was a Brady hater for a long time. Hated the Patriots. Didn't like that they won so much. And then I saw, you know, the avocado tequila. He's having a good time. Oh, this guy's an actual human. I really like him. Then he retires. I said, finally, we're done. We're done with this. Tom, go live your life. 40 days after into retirement, Tom says, you know what? I'm going to come back for my 23rd season in the NFL. And Tampa said, of course, come right on back, pal. And obviously all the free agents that were with Tampa are now going back to Tampa. This is just writing on the wall. Tom Brady's probably going to win another Super Bowl next year. That's how it's going to go. And he probably won't retire after that. I'm so sick of it. I'm already done with it. And again, I'm not a Brady hater. I'm a coach K hater. I'm not a Brady hater. Brady was in the school pickup line. All right. He's picking up his little kids from uh, from school. He was waiting, he was waiting, and the teacher says, hey, Tom, we need you to come in for a, a quick parent-teacher conference about your son. He immediately calls Giselle and says, give me my pads, I'm going back. This is absolutely ridiculous. The family li- the family life is not for me. So Tom Brady's back in the NFC, whoop-de-doo, fun times. But Aaron Rodgers has signed a contract with the Green Bay Packers to return. Now, I immediately have a problem with, with the reporting that comes with this contract, okay? Because it was allegedly going to be a four year, $200 million deal. Now it was reported that's a three year, $150 million deal. And before I get into the details of the contract, if anybody in the NFL, if any quarterback in the NFL deserves that type of deal, it's the best quarterback in the league. It's the back to back NFL MVP, it's the four time NFL MVP. Super Bowl champion, AR-12. Just by the way, if anybody wants to have that debate on why he's getting paid so much, look at the numbers and look at the accolades. That's why he's getting paid that much. And I also would say, put 20 other starting quarterbacks out of the Green Bay Packers, that team would win six games, seven games, maybe. Aaron Rodgers is that good of a quarterback. He elevates everybody around him. But the problem with the reporting is the narrative that goes into, oh, he signed a three-year $150 million deal. Aaron's taken all their money. He's taken all the cap space. If you look at the details, NFL Network, ESPN, et cetera, he took $40 million this year in a signing bonus. So his year salary coming up this year is $1.1 million a year. Just by the way, for anybody out there wondering, because his cap hit and the Green Bay Packers cap went down $18 million when he signed the contract. Now, putting it into perspective, the salary cap is fake, and we've seen it before. The LA Rams is a perfect example. You can do anything with contract, the Kansas City Chiefs, perfect example you can you can sign anybody to a contract and put these things called voidable years in the back of the contract so it looks like a massive number but those years can be voided with no penalty but i understand aaron rodgers is guaranteed 150 million dollars but it's not in the stipulation over the next 3 years it could be 5 6 years down the road who knows we'll have to continue to watch but i hate the narrative because everybody over the last 2 years because of Aaron Rodgers vaccine vaccine situation everybody wants to paint him as the bad guy and you know what i loved on on these big you know network shows everybody's saying to Aaron Rodgers This is a life-changing decision he's about to make. Is he going to retire from the NFL, or is he going to continue to play football? Those were the main two options. It didn't seem like he was going to Denver. It never seemed like towards the end there he was going to go to Denver. It was either retirement or the Packers, okay? But these big shows are going on and saying how selfish is Aaron Rodgers for making the Green Bay Packers wait. How about he just makes the decision and makes it now? How about this, you know, Marcus Spears, Mike Greenberg, people of that nature? You get offered a new contract, and I tell you, make your decision right now. Make your life-altering decision right now. Make your decision for the rest of your life right now. You have no time to do it. That's incredibly selfish of you asking him to do that. I Let the guy have his time. Let the guy think about it. He did this whole 12-day cleanse. That was the big story. He's being selfish instead of making his decision. It's like, come on, people. Let the guy make his decision. And by the way, the league year didn't start till yesterday, which that was a Wednesday, March 16th. So he had all the time in the world to make the decision. And yes, it a is $150 million deal, but the cap hit went down and that's the most important part of this. They can bring in an, uh, more free agents. The Packers are going to struggle a little bit because they offered Devonte Adams a twenty-three uh, million dollar a year contract and he turned it down, which makes sense right now. Which makes sense if you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's go down to Duval. They have been they've spent two hundred fifty million dollars in free agency so far. Christian Kirk, who in my opinion, if we're going wide receiver one on a team that would let's for the Packers example, wide receiver one would be Devontae Adams, wide receiver two would be Alan Lazard, three would be uh Scantley, okay? In my opinion, Christian Kirk on any team is a number three wide receiver. Jacksonville just gave him a six year, eighty-four million dollar a year contract to be their number one wide receiver. So go ahead and tell me that Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the NFL, doesn't deserve whatever the hell he wants. If he's asking for 25, give him 25. Because if you take him out of that offense, that's it. I mean, they'll still make the playoffs because they have Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, Devontae Adams is a huge part of that offense, and now they're struggling, and he's going to hold out. He's going to hold out. He's going to hold out until OTAs. He'll hold out until training camp. You got to pay the man. You got to pay the man what he wants. And they're already missing out on some free agent wide receivers. Allen Robinson just signed with the Rams. By the way, how how does one of the best receivers in the NFL, Allen Robinson, sign with the Los Angeles Rams? Again, the salary cap is fake. It doesn't mean anything. They just gave him a $45 million deal for the next three years to come play wide receiver. By the way, they have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Odell Beckham Jr. on their team. So tell me the salary cap is real. It's not real. By the way, Von Miller, former Ram, won the Super Bowl with them. Congratulations on getting your money, sir. This is his second $100 million deal that he's signed as an outside linebacker. Absolutely changing the game. He is going to the Buffalo Bills. Six-year, $120 million deal, but again... The reporting is so wrong on this. It's actually a four-year, $70 million deal with two voidable years at the end. I don't understand why these inside sources are coming out. And then, you know, the insiders, Ian Rappaport saying six-year, $120 million. People are commenting, what's the actual contract? What's the actual number? 70 million dollars over four years and by the way he's 33 years old so he's not going to play for his entire six-year contract just an FYI but Aaron Rodgers is back to the pack I absolutely love it welcome back 12 glad to have you a team that thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers and now they have Russell Wilson is the Denver Broncos what a turn of events ladies and gentlemen Russell Wilson going from the Seattle Seahawks to to the Denver Broncos, and they gave up a ton. They gave up a couple first-round picks, second-round pick, Drew Locke. I'm so glad that they've moved John Elway out of making decisions for the franchise. You spent a first-round pick on Drew Locke, arguably the worst quarterback in the NFL. Arguably. I mean, this guy is so bad, and you wanted him to be your franchise. And, And I don't want to put it all on Drew Locke because they did start him week one of his rookie season and absolutely destroyed him, killed him. Put no offensive line around him. Absolutely killed him. But now, ladies and gentlemen, this Denver Broncos team, Jerry Judy, yes, he didn't have a touchdown last season. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke were throwing him passes. Um, Cortland Sutton, he's a great, great wide receiver. He's a wide receiver one. Tim Patrick, they traded away Noah Fant, so I'm not sure what they're doing at the tight end position, but you got Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Javante Williams, great running back out of UNC. You got him in the backfield. Good offensive line. They not only sign Russell Wilson, they also sign Randy Gregory, the pass rusher from the Cowboys. He is a very, very good football player alongside Bradley Chubb, who was their first round pick a couple years ago. They got Patrick Sertan, a corner. He's great. Justin Simmons, he's a safety. He's phenomenal. But you look at the conference that they're in, the AFC. I mean,. So loaded. It's unbelievable, especially the AFC West. Think about the AFC West right now. You got the Raiders. Who knows what they'll be? We don't know what the Raiders are going to be. Josh McDaniels. I feel like they might be shopping Derek Carr. Who knows? But the Chargers signed Khalil Mack, and they also signed um, J.C. Jackson, the uh, Patriots cornerback who has the most interceptions over the last two seasons in the NFL, a complete lockdown. They've got weapons. They they, uh, re-signed Mike Williams at wide receiver. They're a wagon. Now you have Denver with all their pieces. And then you have the Chiefs all in the same division. And you look at the conference as a whole, you're gonna have the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, Super Bowl runner-up, Cincinnati Bengals. And by the way, I don't understand this. Cincinnati's like seventh in uh in Super Bowl odds right now. They're like a plus twelve hundred. They got the Bills in front of them, they got a bunch of teams in front of them that I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. This team just went to the Super Bowl. They've got a bunch of young players, and they just signed a, um, i I'm blanking on the guy's name, great offensive lineman, which they need, and I'm sure they're going to get another one in the draft. So the Bengals are looking good, but Russell Wilson is going into a buzzsaw, a buzzsaw right now. I, I don't think he's ever going to see the competition like he has, you know, in previous years. Yeah, he was in a good he was in a good division in the NFC, but at the same time, it's not as competitive as the AFC right now. Not even close, ladies and gentlemen, not even close. And for our, you know, pleasure and our viewership's sake, we get to see Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs take on Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos twice a year. I am not mad about that whatsoever. That's going to be awesome. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes is 13 and 0 against the Broncos in his career, so This is going to be a battle of the ages. Russell Wilson already, you know, Russell Wilson's a robot, right? Like he's, he's not real. I I, I don't understand. Some of his press conferences are very strange. He's very buttoned up and you get, you guys know me. I I don't like when players are like that, when they, when they're, you know, supposed to look like this and they're supposed to act like this. Be yourself, be yourself. And that's why I love Aaron Rodgers. He is himself through and through. 10 times out of 10. And of course, you know, um, Russell Wilson's whole thing was go Hawks. Every time he uh, he left a press conference, go Hawks, everybody, go Hawks. Now he's saying Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. The guy is an absolute robot. I don't understand it. Love his family. Sierra's absolutely awesome. All, All that stuff. But the Broncos are walking into a buzzsaw, but they have a squad. They have a squad around them right now. Pretty excited to see the NFC now is basically Tampa with Tom back again. How, how did that happen? And Aaron Rodgers and and the Green Bay Packers, that's it. But the, but the AFC, oh my goodness, it's going to be electrifying coming up this season. And ladies and gentlemen, Deshaun Watson is officially on the move. Okay. And I don't even know if you guys remember, but a year, year and a half ago, I did an episode about the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes and we talked, where is Deshaun Watson going to go? Now, this episode could be titled the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes part two, because right now Deshaun Watson has been, uh, he was not criminally charged for the 22 allegations of sexual assault, which by the way, still, I I read something crazy, like 3% of uh, sexual assault cases, actually somebody gets charged in. So, Let's take this with a grain of salt. There was a lot going on. Like Adam Schefter immediately reported, like, Oh, this is why Deshaun wanted, you know, to go to a jury. This is why he wanted to talk to the police because he knew he was innocent. Back it up, all right? Back it up, because 22 people saying the same thing is quite interesting, and there's so many conspiracy theories. You can go down a rabbit hole of when this started, how it started, why it started, but nonetheless, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about Deshaun Watson on the football field, okay? When Deshaun Watson is on the football field, top five quarterback in the NFL, and it's not close. He is one of the best in the game. Now, he's been out for a year. I'm assuming he's been working out doing what he's needed to do to stay in shape. He's got a great uh Quincy Avery, who I've actually met. Great, great guy. He's uh Sam Hartman's quarterback coach. He's the quarterback coach of Deshaun Watson. Super phenomenal guy. He is a very, very good coach, and I'm sure they've been working out the entire offseason. But now Deshaun Watson is up for grabs, but he has a no-trade clause. So what that means, the Houston Texans can't trade Deshaun to wherever they want he has to approve the trade. So this is basically like a five-star recruit meeting with all the schools before, you know, he makes his decision. And that it's crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this in the NFL where a guy is traveling around and people are pitching him to come to their to come to their franchise. Maybe some high-level free agents have done that in the past, but not coverage like we've had with the Deshaun Watson situation. So, the final teams he came down to, the Cleveland Browns the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, and the New Orleans Saints. And that prompted uh, Baker Mayfield to request a trade. Excuse me, Baker Reagan Mayfield. Got to use his middle name. Middle name's important. He did this whole, like, he went into his notes app, put a letter out to Twitter that's, you know, basically thanking the city of Cleveland, and signed it, Baker Reagan Mayfield. Thanks. Thanks for letting us know. Your middle name is... uh, Reagan. I don't know if we needed that info, but I appreciate it. And so, but the crazy thing about Baker doing that was we didn't know if Deshaun is going to go to the Browns or not. So like he's kind of thinking, all right, this is a done deal. I'm out of here. And then it got reported that Baker Mayfield is requesting a trade from the Cleveland Browns and the Browns told Baker Mayfield's camp that they will not, you know, they won't trade him. They will not offer his request. They, They won't do it. So we're going to have to continue to monitor this because it's going to get real ugly real quick. There will be holdouts. If Baker's going to go anywhere, I mean, it's got to be to Indianapolis right now. Indianapolis has more cap space than anybody in the NFL not spending a dollar. I don't understand it. Chris Ballard, good GM, not great, but good. Chris Ballard's like, he's got a real thick country accent. I want to draft guys, and I'm going to draft guys, and then if I like them, I'm going to pay those guys. It's like, well... That's not how you win in the NFL anymore. You have to go pay people. You have to pay the best players to come in and play for your team. He's like, no, we're, we're, we're going to draft. We're going to build this program program from uh, from within. That's, uh, that's not how it works anymore. I, I don't know when that was, when that did work, but it doesn't work. You have to go out and get the best talent possible, a la the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. They went out and got everybody they needed and they won a Super Bowl. Hello, Chris Ballard. And also, probably don't give Carson Wentz $30 million and trade away multiple first-round picks to then trade him a year later. Probably not the best move. And I put that on the head coach of the Colts, Frank Reich, because Frank Reich, practice whatever religion you like. I absolutely love it. I love all-serve-all, right? But it seemed like Frank Reich and Carson had this, like, relationship and Frank Reich talked about it publicly. That's why I can speak about it, that they're connected, you know, within God and things of that nature. And it's like, you're going to bring in Carson Wentz and pay him 30 plus million dollars because you have a, uh, you have a spiritual connection between the two. Was that your main reasoning? Why he, and, and another thing, Oh, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's got a good family around him. This is the pros, the men's league. Nobody cares about your relationship. Nobody cares about your religion. Nobody cares. Go win football games. If I'm Jim Ursay, Jim Ursay, arguably the coolest owner in the NFL. He, I'm, I hear him talk about all the time, like, his guitar collections. He's got, like, John Lennon, all this stuff. He's got every piece of artifact. I'm sure he did the same thing that I just did. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about you and Carson having this relationship where you guys went to Wednesday service together in Philly when you were there. Nobody cares. That's a real thing. Frank Reich has talked about this publicly. That's the reason you brought him to Indy and you thought you were going to win a Super Bowl? Have you watched the guy play football? He wants to kill himself every single time he gets on the field. Hey, Carson, you have an MVP candidate, Jonathan Taylor, in the backfield. All you got to do is hand the football off. And we were hearing reports that allegedly Carson Wentz was checking out of runs into passes, into passes, checking out of runs to the MVP candidate in the backfield to passes your offensive lineman. I'm sure very frustrated with that because all offensive linemen want to do. All they say is run the ball, run right behind me. We're going to be good to go. You have an MVP candidate, arguably the best back in football, and you're checking out of runs. And Frank's Frank Reich's like, Let's give him a chance. Let's give him a chance. He's a good guy. Guys, come on. And I and I get into this argument with a bunch of people at the radio station all the time because that's their main argument when somebody gets fired. Oh, he's but he's such a good guy. Oh, he's a great guy. Nobody cares that you're a good guy. You know who wins? Scumbags. They win. Coach Cal. He wins. You know why Coach Cal wins? Because he's a dirtbag. All right, Patino back in the day. Why did Patino win? He was a dirtbag, all right? I'll even say Coach K. Coach K is a dirtbag, all right? He wins championships. That's what it is. Mark Mark Few, Gonzaga, got arrested for a DUI, and he blamed it on his German shepherd was messing with him while he was driving. Scumbag, but he wins. That's it. Sorry, Frank Martin, that you're a stand-up guy. Sorry. You won 17 games this year. Frank Martin, the head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks, recently got fired. Same thing with Mike uh, Mike Smith, or whatever his name is, the Florida coach. Don't even care about him because he went to Georgia. You're a Florida basketball coach. You take a job at Georgia, dead for me forever. I don't care who you are, what you are. Oh, but he's such a good guy. He's so, Man, he's so good. Oh, the recruits love him. He's such a good guy. Nobody cares. Go win. That's the business of sports nowadays. And I'm sorry to break it to everybody. Sorry. All right. And, they, and he's, that's why I have a problem with Frank Reich and Chris Ballard because they're drafting guys. Oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. We're going to draft him and hopefully we'll pay him one day. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars who are in your same division just spent $250 million to make their team better. You have $70 million in cap space and you haven't done anything. So who's got the advantage? Last game of the season, they had to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars to get into the playoffs. They lost 26 to 11. Carson Wentz had a 4.4 QBR, one of the worst games I've ever seen. They were trying to throw themselves out of situations when you got an MVP candidate in the backfield. I never understood it. Right then and there, I would have brought everybody, everybody into my big old office, sat them around the table and went, fired, 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 fired. I'll keep you. Actually, no, you're fired. Like, I've just done that immediately. I, can't, I feel bad for Jim Marseille and the Colts right now, and I'd like to see them good. It's fun when the Colts are good. It's another AFC team that's good. But then, how could you not spend money if you're, not, if you're in the AFC right now? When you see the Chargers go out and pay J.C. Jackson $80 million, Khalil Mack $40 million. I mean, think about that defense they have now, the Chiefs. How could you not spend money? You have to beat the Chiefs. You have to beat the Titans. You have to beat the Bengals. How are you not going to go spend money? I don't understand. That's why free agency is so captivating because the two teams that have spent the most money, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. Unbelievable to think about. They have to, though. They have to. The Colts are in the same position. You don't have a quarterback, you don't have a number one wide receiver, and you don't have a star corner or anybody in the secondary that's worth a damn. So go spend the money. Nobody wants to spend the money. Steelers fans. And I know some actually listen to this Steelers fans. I'm sorry, right? You had great years with big Ben. You had two super bowls. You watched him lumber around on the field for the last three years. And now what you have is Mitch Trubisky who got ran out of Chicago faster than deep, you know, faster than a regular sliced pizza instead of a deep dish pizza. I mean, it was so quick. It was so quick. Unbelievable. But the Steelers y'all be all right. I greatly appreciate everybody joining us here today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star rating and be a friend, see a friend, tell a friend, share it with a friend, and I will see you all next week. Peace and love.